Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, back today with some more NFL draft coverage. Uh, short, short time away from the first round, uh, one of the more exciting times of the year. People cover this all year, and, and I really enjoy getting into the draft. Um, today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down my top 20 prospects for this draft. Uh, it was really hard to narrow this list down to 20. I think we got a lot of really good players uh, with some all-pro potential from this draft. I think this year's draft is definitely better than last year's draft, uh, but I think there's also more unknowns. Uh, just there wasn't as much scouting in person able to be done this year. Um, pro days were, were restricted. The combine, there's no official combine this year. There's going to be a lot more unknowns. I think we might see some more players uh, flop than usual just because, you know, people are going to be selected based off of talent. But a lot of these teams and scouts aren't able to get to know these guys up close and personal uh, like they usually would. But talent-wise, there's a lot of guys that jump off the board that I think are going to be stars in this league. Uh, and that's going to start at the top with our number one prospect in Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback out of Clemson. I think you can make an argument that my number two player, Kyle Pitts, could be number one as well. Uh, but we're going to go with Lawrence out of Clemson just because, you know, the quarterback is the most important position uh, in all sports. And this is a guy who's one of those people who could, could change a franchise's uh, trajectory, uh, unlike any other that we've seen in recent years. Uh, Lawrence is going to step in from day one in Jacksonville and be the guy. Uh, has that perfect frame at 6'6". A little slender, a, a little, little too slender. I think he's, he's going to have to continue to put on a little bit more weight. Uh, as we go forward, but 6'6", he's just been deemed the wonder boy ever since he stepped foot on on campus at Clemson and hasn't disappointed. Uh, I'm going to use this comparison. Don't say I'm calling him this guy, but kind of like a LeBron James thing where all throughout high school, this guy was deemed the guy. Uh, Obviously, LeBron went right right to the NBA, but Lawrence succeeded at Clemson, won a championship as a freshman, only lost two games throughout his three seasons. he just continued to live up to the expectations, and I expect him to do that as we get to the to the next level as well. Uh, really good athleticism. Uh, he's a good runner. I think his mobility is underrated. I think that's going to be a big part of his NFL success. Um, and knock on wood, he's shown that he's a durable quarterback so far. The only time he missed action was because of COVID this past year, and you can't fault him for that. Uh, but like I said, he might need to put on a little bit more weight and clean up some of that decision-making, but he's one of the the better quarterback prospects we'll ever see coming into the draft, I think, uh, and that's the reason why he's our number one guy. Our number two player on the list is Kyle Pitts, a tight end out of Florida. Uh, I just think he's the ultimate mismatch, mismatch player, uh, and when you look at how impactful the tight end has really became these past few years uh, with guys like Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, and even Darren Waller these past few years, Tight ends are just out there dominating games, uh, and Pitts is just going to be a perfect guy up the seams in the red zone. You can flex him out. He can run good routes, real strong hands. He's going to be able to go up and get those contested catches. I think he's just going to be racking up uh, pro bowls and all pros throughout his career. Uh, just hopefully he gets with a team that's going to use him to his full capability, uh, but I think this dude's a stud and has Hall of Fame written all over him. Third-ranked prospect, Jamar Chase, a wide receiver out of LSU shared the field two years ago in that historic uh, LSU offense with Joe, Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson, and he still put up freakish numbers. Uh, 
one of the better wide receiver prospects we've seen come into the draft in a while. Um, has has the tools to do everything. Really good with the ball in his hands. Uh, has the good speed. Ran in the four threes at his pro day. Don't know how official that is because probably some of those times are a bit skewed in these players' favors. But uh, just a freak freak of nature athlete. I think he's going to thrive in the NFL for a long time. Reminds me of a Julio Jones type receiver. I think this guy's got it all put together and is going to be able to step in from day one and have some really good success. Fourth ranked prospect, we got quarterback uh, Justin Fields out of the Ohio State University. Um, I have him higher than guys like Zach Wilson uh, and Mac Jones, and he might get picked after them. But I just think people are going out of their way to actively look uh, for ways to, you know, bash him as a prospect. Uh, a lot of this nonsense talk about him not being on a third pass his first read. Uh, all this dude did in college was produce. Uh, he had a few down games this year against Northwestern and Indiana, uh, but everyone has a few down games. I mean, Lawrence had a, had some down games throughout his career as well. Obviously not many with all the success that he had, uh, but still, Fields was a super productive college QB, uh, great dual threat, ran in the four fours at his pro day. He's got that good speed. Um, I think he's going to be able to keep plays alive at the next level and be a really good asset in the quarterback run game. Uh, strong arm down the field. We saw him really light up that game against Clemson, one of the more impressive performances I remember from any quarterback uh, in college within the past decade. Uh, I think he plays on the with a chip on his shoulder too. He's just kind of looked down uh, upon in many people's eyes after Trevor Lawrence. Those two came in, uh, were battling all throughout high school for the number one and two player. Uh, we're battling throughout college. I think Fields plays plays with an edge that I, that I like my quarterback to have, and I think he's only going to get better. Um, I think he's got a Pro Bowl uh, potential in his future, definitely, uh, and I just hope he gets in a system that is going to implement that running ability and, and use all his tools to, to his uh, capability. Our next prospect on the list is going to be our fifth prospect, and that's Penny Sewell, offensive tackle out of Oregon. I feel like for the past two years now, we've heard that Sewell's the best tackle to come into the draft within like the past five years. Um, I was a huge fan of Tristan Wirfs last year, um, and I think Wirfs and Sewell are probably those top two guys in the past five years, um, offensive tackle-wise. And he's just got the great size, the great athleticism. Uh, he plays with that bit of that mean streak as well. Uh, I think he's one of those – guys that you can pencil in as your left tackle of the future for the next decade uh, and be really happy with him there. Six overall, I have Micah Parsons, a linebacker out of Penn State. We're holding this draft, you know, 20 to 30 years ago. He's a he's a clear top five pick, I think. Uh, but with the way the game's played today and linebacker not being valued as much, he's going to fall a bit in the draft, but I think he we could still see him come out of this thing. Uh, this is a prospect. Uh, ranking list. This isn't like, you know, a mock draft or anything. That's why I've got him up there at six. I think we could see him be one of the top 10 players to come out of this draft uh, when it's all said and done. Just his raw athleticism, his ability to to drop back and cover people. Uh, and he's new to linebacker too. This is all, he only played two years of linebacker, came in, out of high school into college as a defensive end. Um, you're going to be able to use those pass rushing traits that he has uh, he was one of the top high school prospects as just a pass rusher. Uh, now he's got the instincts to play in the run, drop back in the coverage as well. Uh, I think he's going to be awesome there. Seventh overall, we got Patrick Sertan, the second, the corner out of Alabama. Um, getting a lockdown corner is pivotal in today's NFL. 
Uh, you look at most of these winning teams, they always have, you know, a stud guy on, on the on the outside. Uh, you look at, you know, Stefan Gilmore. Uh, last year, the, the corners for the, for the Bucks weren't studs, but they really elevated their play uh, in the playoffs. And just having a really good corner duo is really imperative as well. Um, I think Sertan II has all the capabilities to be a future uh, number one corner in the NFL, and I look forward to seeing uh, what he does and shadowing guys for years to come and shutting them down on the outside. Eighth overall, we got uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback out of BYU. Um, a little bit undersized uh, in my eyes, I think. Uh, he's got a bit of a slight frame. And the big thing with him in college was he was given a lot of time to throw. His first year as a starter – uh, nothing crazy. Second year, he struggled. And then the third year this past season, he really lit it up. Uh, so we saw some some improvements from him. Uh, and he's got all the raw talent in the world. But he's a guy I think might struggle out of the gate uh, and is going to benefit from – I mean, any quarterback will benefit from this. But he's going to be a guy that going to the Jets, um, having that investment in Mekhi Becton, uh, they've – address that position over the past two years now. Um, they have a, the 23rd overall pick as well, the Jets. Uh, look for them to potentially target another guy there. Uh, but getting into a Kyle Shanahan-type offense with uh, LaFleur coming over from from uh, from San Francisco as well to be the OC there, I think that'll benefit him. But Zach Wilson's a guy, all the talent in the world, I think he's going to take his bumps and bruises, though, early in his NFL career, but the investment in him might pay off in the long term. Uh, number nine, we got Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State. Uh, another guy with like Lawrence, the perfect quarterback type of prospect. Great size, 6'5", 225, um, all the talent in the world. Uh, the best running quarterback probably in this draft, either him or Fields. Uh, he's going to be a tremendous asset in that quarterback run game. If you watch his highlights and watch him play, uh, he's got some of those Cam Newton runs where he just doesn't look like he belongs playing quarterback, running with the ball out there, uh, and just lowers his shoulders and, and takes guys out. Uh, good throw of the football as well. Comes from a pro-style system. Uh, a really smart, cerebral kid. Um, I think he has the chance, when it's all said and done, to maybe, if he puts all the tools together, to be the best quarterback to come out of this draft. And that's you know pretty surprising with guys ahead of him like Lawrence Fields and Wilson. But Lance is a elite quarterback prospect. Just going to take some time and some seasoning, I think, to, to get him out in the field. And that's fine. We saw that with Patrick Mahomes before, and now look at him now as the best quarterback in the NFL. Tenth, we got uh, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama. Explosive, explosive, explosive. Uh, able to make plays with plays with the ball in his hands uh, better than anyone at the wide receiver spot in this class, I think. I was averaging over 23 yards a catch on his all his touchdowns and his time at Alabama, uh, just an absolute uh, specimen with the ball in his hands and look forward to watching where he ends up going forward. Uh, I think he's going to have the ability to play inside and outside, uh, a good route runner as well. 11th, we have Rayshon Slater, offensive lineman out of Northwestern. Um, scouts are saying five-position versatility with him, uh, can play all up and down the line. Uh, look forward to, to watching him go forward. Uh, but he's going to be able to more than hold his own uh, in the passing game, in the running game. Uh, probably the second best offensive lineman uh, in my eyes for this year's draft. 
Then we got 12th overall, we got Devontae Smith, wide receiver at Alabama, last year's Heisman winner. Uh, another guy like Waddle, really good with the ball in his hands, uh, but he's known for his route running ability to create separation and get open, uh, whether it's over the middle, down the field, dynamic threat there uh, in Devontae Smith. 13th overall prospect, Jalen Phillips, edge rusher out of Miami. I think he's the best edge rusher in this year's class. Another one of those kids where I, I value this well. It, it might have He might have just been affected by his injuries uh, in college, and that was his concussion issues, which is definitely scary. But another kid who was – I think he was the number one player coming out of, coming out of high school, uh, a freak talent edge rusher. And we see how important that is in today's NFL. Uh, guys, you know, like Joey Boza, uh, Miles Garrett, their, their ability to impact the game uh, at the line of scrimmage. I think Phillips has that potential to really uh, cause some havoc in the backfield, uh, whether it's the passing game or the, or the running game. Uh, I really love Phillips. J.C. Horn, number 14 prospect, out of the corner out of South Carolina. A guy who's going to be able, be able to get up in your face, press you at the line of scrimmage, uh, <coughs> excuse me, make plays on the ball. Uh, got good enough speed to cover downfield as well. I think he's going to be a, a really tenacious player. Love his game. Uh, I think he's going to be a, a really, really strong corner at the next level uh, for whatever team he winds up with. 15th, a guy that I might have a little higher than, than most. Uh, this is where my list, I think, kind of varies from, from a, a lot of other people's top prospects. But we're going to give that to Jeremiah owusu Koromoa, uh, the linebacker out of Notre Dame. Uh, kind of like uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons type player from last year, uh, you're going to be able to move him around the defense. But when you just watch him on film, he's got that pop, that explosion that not many guys have. Uh, those really quick first steps all over the field, wherever the ball is, this kid is. Uh, I think he's got extreme potential to be a playmaking linebacker, especially in today's NFL with his athleticism able to cover backs and tight ends. 16th. Uh, we got wide receiver Kadarius Tony out of Florida. Uh, his nickname is the Human Joystick, which is able to you know create separation at the line of scrimmage throughout his routes. Uh, when he's got the ball in his hands, he's able to make a lot of guys miss. Going to be a big time playmaker at the next level. Seventeenth, <coughs> excuse me, Quiddy Pay, defensive lineman out of Michigan. Pay is just really good at disrupting plays at the line of scrimmage. Uh, his ability to get into the backfield, whether it's it's through breaking through during a, a pass play uh, or just causing havoc in the backfield during a run play. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that gets you double-digit sacks consistently or something, but a guy that his game and style of play reminds me of is like a Brandon Graham, just consistently in the backfield making plays, uh, setting up his teammates for success. His ability to disrupt uh, and cause a lot of havoc up front, I think is going to be a, a wanted a wanted asset at the next level, uh, and he's going to make a team very happy. 18th, we have Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama. Um, out of these last two drafts, he's probably my third favorite running back prospect behind DeAndre Swift uh, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, true three-down ability, uh, but great size. It's 6'2", I believe 220, uh, able to catch the ball, break tackles, Everything you want in a running back, not the greatest speed, but good enough power. Uh, and he's not slow by any stretch of the imagination. But his top end speed just isn't elite, uh, isn't where, you know, the perfect running back prospect would be. Uh, but his ability to create plays in the passing game through the screens, uh, you can even put him out. He's going to be a mismatch for linebackers or safeties, I think. 
uh, is a guy that I'm a big fan of, and I think uh, rooting for him to go to a team that's going to feature him as their every down back, whether it's a team you know like the Dolphins, um, potentially a team like the Cardinals even, um, or even like the Buffalo Bills, someone a team that needs that true three down back, uh, all-purpose type guy, and I think Najee Harris is that. 19th, Asante Samuel Jr., the cornerback out of Florida State. It's a guy who I think we could look back five years from now and say that he was the best corner in this draft. Uh, comes from, obviously, a great bloodline of his dad, Asante Samuel, uh, who could be a potential Hall of Famer. Uh, has, I think, the most pick sixes in NFL history. Don't hold me to that, but he's he's right up there if he's not the top. Uh, his dad was just great at making plays on the ball, and that is just with Samuel as well. He can play inside, too, outside. His ball skills, instincts, uh, and toughness, I think, are going to be uh, on full display next year at the in the NFL, and he's going to be uh, a really strong corner for years to come. Uh, and to round out our list with our, our 20th best prospect, we're going to give it to Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman out of USC. Uh, has has experience playing both inside at guard and outside at tackle, uh, or just a, a really strong lineman, good feet, uh, quick hands, uh, all the tools that you're looking for. I think he's got one of those guys who could be like a potential all-pro if he stays inside at guard. Uh, reminds me just of watching him play like a Brandon Brooks type of offensive lineman from the Eagles. Uh, but that'll do it for our top 20 prospects. Make sure to stay tuned throughout the, the next uh, 10 days or so as we lead up to the draft for more coverage. We have in quarterback rankings, running back rankings, receiver rankings, uh, get some corner talk as well, and some edge rushers. That's what I, those positions I'm targeting uh, for the next 10 days or so. But thank you on everyone for tuning in. Uh, can look forward, as I said, continuous NFL draft coverage as we approach April 29th. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk soon.